Welcome to Dish It With Dawn, where we teach you style, fashion, and skincare for women entrepreneurs over a certain age looking to make a great impression and leave a better lasting one for your potential clients. I will bring you the information you need whether you speak publicly or you're speaking on a webinar. You will know how to look your best. I'll teach you all of the tricks and hacks that I've learned over the years as a skincare technician and as a fashion stylist. Hello, my lovely dishes. Welcome back to another episode of Dish It With Dawn. I'm your host, Dawn Marie Mutel. And today I'm going to cover 10 quick ways that you can figure out what your purpose is in life. I know it's a really crazy question, right? Because we always say when we're growing up as a kid, what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? Blah, blah, blah. I never knew. It took me many, many years of trial and error and finding out the different things. Although I did know I wanted to be a dancer on Broadway. That was my goal. And I studied dance uh, for many, many years. And then when I was 22, I was on a production doing um, Can You Get Your Gun? And uh, we had a rehearsal that evening and I went out with a girlfriend for dinner afterwards. And on our way home from dinner, while we were sitting at a red light, I was struck by a drunk driver with a van and it was pretty devastating. Thankfully, I had a really big monstrous car at the time. It was an old jalopy, but it saved my life and my friend's life that was in the car with me. And we were able to survive it. I walked away with some injuries in my neck and my lower back. And so therefore, my dance career was kind of like kaput. But I was grateful to be alive. And every day since I am grateful to be alive. So if you ever had an incident where you almost lost your life, then you know what I'm talking about. It's a very scary thing. But it made me rethink a lot of stuff. I wind up working in the music industry for a long time, but I felt even though I was doing these great things with it and working with some amazing people like Michael Jackson's music publishing company and getting to administer the Beatles catalog, I still felt very empty inside. And I started to get a little bit more spiritual and look to God to say, you know, help me figure out what it is that I'm supposed to do. And then in 2000, I went to go to the FIT uh, school to go get a, a brochure that my sister was looking for to, to get a, a, some kind of a greeting card making class. And I was flipping through the pages and I noticed that they had this image consulting and fashion styling certification. And I was immediately interested. And so I started to take classes. And I knew that this was for me because I started to think back to when I was a kid and I was always interested in clothing and makeup and style. And I would help my friends with their makeup or, you know, if they had, when we would go shopping, they always asked me. And I also worked in retail for many years. So I was always helping people pick out clothing, whether it was in the men's clothing stores or the women's clothing stores, I was doing it all. So I felt that, you know, it was part of, uh, part of my journey, I guess. And I knew like, okay, when I started to teach classes and started to do public speaking on it, I was even more thrilled because I wound up teaching at the Fashion Institute like five years after I graduated, which I found to be really crazy because I'm thinking, you know, I just graduated from here and here I am being a guest speaker in in the class here for this woman who was a stylist. Uh, We met on a commercial that we worked on together and everything started to snowball from there. So what I thought about was just finding 10 quick ways that you can, you know, start to think about what it is that you wanted to do in life. Okay. And sometimes it's usually because, you know, you have 
something that you've gone through that you want to share, number one is that I want you to think about think about it. Okay. So sometimes we're so busy, we don't have a chance or the time to sit and think. So one of the things that I had started to do was to spend a half hour in the morning before I would go to work. I would sit outside if it was, I worked in Manhattan. And this was when I was working with the, um, the National Hockey League back in the late nineties. And uh, I would sit outside and I would write in my journal and I would just keep asking the question, you know, what am I supposed to do with my life? How am I supposed to help? What can I do? And little by little, you know, these other things started to happen. And as I told you, you know, I found the, uh, the, the, the classes at the school. So that kind of just catapulted me into it. But in the meantime, I was still doing some other things. I was doing some volunteer work. Um, I had done some volunteer work with the Special Olympics and a couple of other organizations. And I really felt alive when I was giving back. So the first thing I want you to do is to really think about what it is that maybe what you used to love to do when you were a kid, you know, sit down with the notebook, start writing down the things that you used to do. Another thing is to, to pray on it. And uh, maybe, you, you know, I believe in God, maybe you don't believe in God, or you believe in a higher power, but put it out to the universe. You know, what am I supposed to do? Ask the question, ask the question when you're going to sleep at night, because you, you may have a dream, or you may wake up with an answer. And I would keep this dream journal next to my bed. So when I would wake up, if I had a fashion dream or a dream that I thought would make a great movie, I'd quickly write it down before I forget. Because once you wake up and you're conscious and you get out of bed, you know what happens, right? It's gone. But you're like, what was that dream? It was so cool. So be sure to write it down because you may have some answers there for you. The other thing is once you decide on what that thing is, you need to start researching it and do as much research as you can. Okay. And today we have like a world of free information. Back in the day, I had to, you know, pay for classes every which way. It was very costly. But now with YouTube and the internet, we can get like a gazillion pieces of information on any topic that you can imagine for free. So start using those things. But another great resource is the, the library, the public library system is a blessing. Okay. I just had a receipt the other day and it said, you know, you've saved 14,000 or something dollars since I started using the system here in Florida. So I could only imagine how much I've saved since I've been using it forever. Okay. So definitely take advantage of it. If you don't have a library card, please go out and get one. It's free. You just got to show some idea about the proof of where you live and voila, you can, uh, I use Hoopla, H-O-O-P-L-A. Um, the app there, you can download stuff. Overdrive is the other app. And then there's Libby. So those are some of the apps that you can use to get some free resources downloaded right away, you know, ebooks, audio. And again, if you're interested in Audible and listening to books on tape, on CD, excuse me, on MP3, then uh, check the show notes because I do have a link where you can sign up for and get some free downloads. So it's a great way to test it out and see if it's something you like. But I've been listening to books on tape forever. As we started in the uh, early 90s with, uh, you know, Tony Robbins, I think, and a lot of the different coaches, Zig Ziglar and stuff like that. And I was in sales uh, part-time with real estate. So I always, you know, from when I was 19, I was in real estate, but I continued throughout the years. And so I needed that sales motivation. And it also kept me motivated for life, you know, for the different things I wanted to do, whether they were personal or business related. So don't forget to use those free resources. 
Number three is to start volunteering in that area. So if you find that you are interested in um, what, whatever the topic is, look up different associations. They always need volunteers, okay? Maybe you can get on their committee and work on different events and different projects that they're working on. I've done so much uh, philanthropy. I'm a big philanthropist. So I've done a lot of giving back that way. I don't always have a checkbook to write a check for them. So I would give them my time. And that would be the way that I was able to give back. So it also introduced me to some amazing, amazing people that I got the chance to work with, which I would have never had a chance to work with if I didn't volunteer with them, right? So think about some of the associations or the, you know, affiliations that you can pick up the phone or send them an email and say, hi, I'm very interested in volunteering. Do you have any openings? And they'll be happy to have somebody who's willing to volunteer because today many people don't want to spend the time doing something for free because they say, oh, if it's for free, why am I going to give it to them? But you know what? You get so much out of it. And believe me, you're going to be so grateful because you're going to get to get the experience that you can put on your resume and your bio to say you've done this, this, and this, right? And the next step is really to take action. If you don't take that, you know, action, it's not going to happen. And what happens with action? You know, once you start going, it's like that snowball effect and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and, bigger and it keeps going and it keeps growing, right? But if you sit on your laurels and you just think about it, it's not going to happen. You have to start taking action. And what does God say? You know, he helps those who help themselves. And if you're not a believer, you, you probably have had it happen where, let's say you decided you want to do, I don't know, play a certain instrument or something, right? And then you start playing and you start learning. And then all of a sudden, you start getting all these different opportunities that come your way. You start seeing these new books or somebody introduced you to a person. Or it's always like once you put it out in the universe and you start doing it, it's like the universe says, oh, okay, that's what you want. So let me bring it to you. You know, I know that's what happened with me. I'm a drummer. And I played in my head since I was three years old. But then physically, I started to play when I was doing a, a theatrical performance of uh, Fiddler on the Roof, where I got to meet the drummer in the orchestra. And we wound up talking. And I said, you know, I think I always wanted to learn how to play. So he said, why don't you come down to my studio? And I thought, wow, here's my chance to go and sit on a set and play. So I brought some cassettes. Yeah, cassettes back in the day. And, you know, I told him to leave the room because I was very shy and didn't want to play in front of anybody in case I really sucked. And so I started to play in my head where I thought it was how you would play the drums. And what I didn't know is that he was sitting on the side of the stairs listening to me. And he said afterwards, you know, you're going to be a kick-ass drummer. And I was like, yeah, you're just saying that, you know, because no, I wouldn't say that because he was an instructor as well. And he said, no, I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. So I started taking lessons. And the next thing I know, I was meeting more and more drummers and musicians. And then I, they were like, oh, come down and play. And so I was playing. I got to meet Joe Walsh one day because I was working for Sony Music at the time. And when he said, hey, you're a drummer, you know, why don't you come down to the studio? But I was only like, I had just started. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Now, if he asked me, I said, sure, when do you want me to be there? But the thing is, you know, I started meeting all these people and things started happening. And so because... I started to do it. And that's why I'm saying it's important to have that action. If you take the action, it's inspired action, right? And you'll see so many different things happening. So trust me on this. It really is true. 
The other thing is, is I want you to work on it day and night and think about it all the time, you know, and think about different ways that you can do some stuff and pray on it again and say, hey, what can I do that's a little bit different or what can I do that no one else is doing and do some research, okay? So it's important that you work on it day and night. And there have been so many times where I've had to say no to people because I knew if I if I missed this opportunity or if I didn't do this show and I didn't do this thing, then I wouldn't be able to move forward, you know? So I had to say no to a lot of things that it's like you got to weigh what's, what's important, right? Is it is it so big in your heart that you know you have to do these things or is it something that you're just going to say, well, you know, it's no big deal if I don't do it, but because if it doesn't mean something to you, then it's really not that important. But if you find that it's really like this burning desire, it's going to make you want to work on it day and night. The sixth thing is to not stop growing. Okay. So once you decide that's what you want to do, you want to keep learning about what the new things that are on that topic that are happening, right? Because things change really quickly in this world. And it's like, it used to be, you know, it, things take a while to change. Now it's like every day, every week, there's something new. So if you're in, especially if you're in something that's a very technical situation, you really want to stay on top of your game. Keep looking at, you know, the different trade magazines and what have you so that you can really stay informed and stay growing with it as it's growing because you know those types of things I've noticed like when I started doing uh more social media work and marketing I mean every day there's something else was changing and there's another thing and then you know first it was just Facebook and then there's Instagram and then there's Twitter and the da, 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 da. and every day there's a million things coming your way so try to stay on top of it I'm not saying get overloaded with it because it could be overloading sometimes but you do have to stay on top of it okay Number seven is to start doing it part-time. I'm not saying you got to quit your job and start it full-time, but start part-time, okay? Because maybe that's how you're going to test the waters to see if it's even something that you like. You may start doing it and say, you know what? I don't really like this. And you can always change it and do something else, but you have to start doing something part-time. And if you make a few dollars doing it, then it's really going to light your fire under your butt. You're going to say, oh, wow, look at this. I'll never forget when I first started doing makeup, um, outside of working for the clinic headquarters, you know, I started to do some part-time counter work. And then this woman came to the counter and she's like, oh, you know, I'm getting married and I'm looking for a makeup artist. And I said, oh, sure. You know, I do bridal makeup. I didn't do bridal makeup at the time, but I said I did because I was already doing makeup. I'm thinking, what's the difference, right? And I remember first it was working on her. And then she's like, oh, can you do my mom's makeup? And oh, can you do bridesmaid? And oh, can you do the flower girl's makeup? Next thing I know, I was doing like four different people. I walked out of there with, you know, tips and everything else. And it was like 700 bucks. And I thought, oh my God, I've never made $700 in a few hours like that ever. I mean, I worked for weeks at a time to try to get that money working for corporations, right? So I was blown away and I just knew like, oh, this is, this is really lucrative and this is really something I should be doing more of it. So I started this little part-time thing. I didn't want to lose my job because I still loved working in the companies that I've worked for. So I never really wanted to give them up. And I still do to today. Like right now I'm working with a company. There's a really great, um, they're in the, you know, um, the medical field and they take care of people and they help people. And I really believe in what they're doing. So I love working with them. 
they have a great group of people that they that work for them. And right now they just promoted me to doing their uh, starting a department for them for their travel and special events that they didn't have before because they're growing so fast. And I had 25 years of uh, travel agency work. I was an outside travel agent for many years. And so I was like, sure, you know, why not? And so you just don't know how life is going to bring you the things that you love doing, right? And number eight, I want you to just stay motivated. And it's one of the hardest things to stay motivated because, you know, after we get beat up a little bit or we get tired, you know, we're working a full-time job. And if you have children and a husband and everything else, the home care, it's a lot. But, you know, that's why you have to find ways to keep the well filled and stay motivated. So that's why I believe in listening to coaches that are going to help you stay motivated. Maybe you need an accountability coach to keep you accountable so that you can stay on target. Uh, Another thing I like to do is just kind of put out the the planners to say, okay, you know, I want to block this time. I want to get these things done and try to figure out how many steps that you need to do to get it done and how much time it's really going to take. Sometimes we think, oh, it's going to take a half hour, but it could take six hours. So think realistically and try to give yourself some time Um, Maybe you ask if you have children and you have a husband, you say, hey, honey, I really need you to take care of the kids for three hours, leave the house, go to a Starbucks and work for three hours or go to the library and you just focus time, even if it's just for one hour. I always say, you know, you can do so much in 60 minutes of focus time than you can do in hours. So definitely take advantage of it. Schedule it in your calendar. Get that me time in there so that you can work on not only for your business But also for yourself, like maybe it's just to go get a pedicure. And while you're getting a pedicure, read a book and something that's going to help you and take notes or what have you. But I find that I bring my work with me everywhere I go because sometimes I may be on a line or waiting in a doctor's office or something. And I just pull out my work and start working because I hate wasting time. And all of those things take a lot of time. They're time wasters, right? So you go to a doctor's appointment. They say, oh, you have a four o'clock appointment. So you get there at 345. But the next thing you know, it's 430 and you're still in the waiting room. You're like, well, what happened to my four o'clock appointment? So think about how you can get work done while you're waiting on these other things, because you could get a lot done sometimes, you know, because you're just sitting there. There's no one there talking with you unless you're bringing the kids with you or something like that. But if you can leave them home with your husband or your your babysitter or because you just want to be able to get some of that other time for yourself to just keep working on that project or whatever it is. Number nine is to not give up. Okay. It's easy to start something. It's really difficult to stay with it when things get tough and there will be challenges and there will be times that, you know, you kind of get knocked on your butt. So you're going to have to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and keep going. Perseverance, it's a very important key to stay in the course. You know, if you ever look at the famous people, if you ever read their biographies and things like that, you'll always see the same thread. And it's just like they had a really rough life, but they kept going, they kept persevering. That is so important. I mean, I myself have gone through so much shit that I can't even begin to tell you, but, you know, it knocked me down. And yeah, I might have been winded. But I knew I had to keep going because I know there's things I want to do in this life. And life is really short and it's fleeting. And I know after getting hit with that drunk driver, you can lose your life just like that. And and it's over. So really don't waste your time because we find so many ways of wasting time, like social media. They're not your friends. 
<laughs> just a bunch of strangers. But if you have a business, it's a great place to advertise your business for free, right? So use it. But don't get stuck, you know, going here and going there and going here. Next thing you know, you just wasted four or five hours of your time where you could have been working on getting emails to a client or to creating your website or whatever it is that you needed to do. You could be working on that instead of wasting your time on, you know, social media or the television, which is another time sucker. And don't get me wrong. I love binging certain shows that I love because there's a lot of shows I like to watch that I look for fashion. I look for different uh, restaurants that they may go to or how they're decorating different events that they may be attending. So I use it as a, as a tool for education again. So if you are doing something like that, you know, if you're using it for education, I think it's great, but if you're using it just to like, you know, melt your mind, that's not going to be a good thing for you because there's so many other things you could be working on. That's going to be more uh, productive for you to reach your goals and get there quicker. And number 10 is to live it, to love it and immerse yourself in it. Okay. So just stay the course, don't give up and you will find your true blessings and they will come to you and you will find that you are so much happier now that you're doing something that you love because you know there's like 85 percent or something like that hate doing the work that they do and I've had some really crappy jobs in between the things you know that I knew that all right well I have to do this because I needed the income to pay for my bills because I am a single woman I you know, do it by myself is, you know, Dolly Parton, that nine to five. So you have to, even if you don't love the job that you're doing, these other things that you do in, in your life are supposed to keep you motivated and happy, right? So that's why I love doing my podcast. Uh, this is my third podcast. I have two other podcasts. One's called Life's Necessities and Luxuries. And the other one's called The Little Drummer Girl, where I interview artists and musicians and things like that. So Again, you know, they take time, but it's something that fuels me and I love giving back. So I find that if I can help that one person out there, they listen to something, they say, wow, you know, that's a great idea. Or I didn't think about that. Or I'm going to give that a try and it changes their life for the better Then I've done my job. So I hope these tips help you. And if you want to check out the other podcasts, please do. And don't forget, if you want to get that free trial for Audible, just go to the show notes and click on the link there. And if you haven't joined us at the Facebook group, please come over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Dish It With Dawn. And remember to dish it out well and dish it out good, but be sure that you're looking damn good when you do. Until the next time, bye for now. If you enjoy this episode, please share it with two of your friends that you feel will get the best value out of it. And be sure to subscribe. It's free so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And be sure to join us over at our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Dish It With Dawn.